What's up friends, Paul here and in this video, or actually podcast, I, I was going all YouTube on you for a second. Uh, in this podcast, we will be talking about how YouTubers, I believe, are the renaissance person of the, the renaissance man of the 21st uh, century. I, the more I think about it, it's like, as a creative, you have to embrace all of these different art forms uh, to create content. And so I thought it'd be fun to kind of dive into why I think that is um, kind of the way that we should kind of view the art form is, is kind of a unique way of showing people's different talents. And in some ways, it's it's also the modern theater of today is YouTube, where people showcase their skills and what they have to offer. Um, so I thought that'd be fun. So back back in, you know, the Renaissance period, you know, you had these people that were skilled in many different, you know, they had all these many different talents uh, and they were like coming into contact with all these new ideas um, due to the discovery of some like philosophical books and, and things like that. And, you know, I feel like right now we're kind of going through another Renaissance period with the invention of YouTube and like the ability to share information, you know, back in the day to share an idea, it was written down, it was passed on word by word, you know, uh, or, you know, you'd write it in a book, you have to share that book with somebody. And, you know, it was rare to have the access to that information. So I think what happens when now you open up all this information, make it readily available, is that you know, it makes us able to one, express ourselves in a unique way, but then also you, you almost let the masses uh, be able to determine uh, what's of value and what's not of value, which is kind of like a double-edged sword. I mean, you, I guess if you look back in history, you had bread and circuses. Everyone wanted the bread and circuses. Was that the best thing for them? Probably not, but um, obviously there was an entertainment value there. So, uh, take that as you will. Um, I've also been thinking about this idea of like message is medium, uh, especially with the invention of new, um, you know, modes of streaming content like TikTok. Obviously, right now, I mean, if you look at where the social media landscape is going, it's all going vertical. There, there's little content being made for you know horizontal and the main reason is you know you look at your devices i mean if the device changes you know maybe they invent something that's um in a different shape that you carry around then you know that will become probably you know let's say the next thing that you carry around is like horizontal maybe it's like something wearable on your your wrist even um then i think the the format will change to adapt to that however right now the vertical content is very much what's in, if you will. And it's funny to see how different social media platforms take on characteristics of others. I mean, you had Snapchat with their stories and now Instagram took that and then they have it. And then obviously with TikTok, um, I think originally was it Musical.ly or whatever the, the original name of TikTok was uh, before they were made, made the change. But uh, it's amazing to see how this idea, the simple idea of like this format, 
is catching on to all the different platforms. Now you have the metaverse, uh, Facebook, Instagram adapting. And I don't know, this is a prediction of mine. Maybe maybe it's far-fetched, but I think that there's they're closing the gap between Facebook and Instagram. I think they want to make it one platform. I could be wrong, but the more and more I look at it, there are like it's becoming more and more subtle the differences between the two platforms and because they're owned by the same parent company, I could only see and maybe this will be their leap into virtual reality is maybe they they bring these two closer together and then there's like here's a new product that takes over both. Who knows, but um I definitely think that creating, you know, this vertical content is what's in. And you have to realize that like this book, I'm going to show it for you. I highly recommend it. It's called Amusing Ourselves to Death. And basically it talks about how that one of the big ideas that it has in there is talks about how message is medium and medium is message. I, I honestly have to go back and reread it, but I think the gist of it is that um, the format that you're getting the media, that whether it's, you know, spoken word, you know, however they decide to express that is going to be different depending on um, how you're, you're, you know, what outlet you use. Um, you know, with the invention of the telegram, all of a sudden, this allowed people to communicate with people that were outside of their normal world. And so newspapers were able to have stories that were unrelated to their local, you know, and so all of a sudden, we're getting information that is not, you know, important to us as a person. Uh, we're, we're getting information that is, you know, on maybe on more of a national level, Um which, to be honest, I think is sometimes too much. And let, let's like think about it. Back in the day, you know, you had your circle. You know, I think what is it? You're only scientifically, you know, used to having maybe a hundred, hundred and forty connections like that are close knit, uh, and then very fewer that are like in your inner inner circle. Um, and so you know, all of a sudden we have access to all this information outside of even our, our circle, if you will. Um, and so now we're getting told about news across the world immediately, you know? So I, th- I think it's, it's interesting. Um, but yeah, going back to the messages medium. So like with the invention of TV, there was like this certain format that worked really well. And what they realized is that like, you know, you'd have these certain, like when they went to 24 seven, where there was no break between, uh, you know, the commercial, like it, it just like all rolled into each other, you know? Um, and so that made it where the content was just like unending. And so they broke it up with, you know, commercials, um, and that like really only served a certain kind of, um, content that people would be interested in, um, and, you know, I think people have tried to go against the grain of what the TV is, you know, serving longer, you know, content, but it doesn't really fit the platform. Uh, and I, I think that's, that's something important to realize is that the message that you bring forth, you know, the same thing with a book, you know, you can express a whole, you know, idea, you can go through all the details 
you know, in great, at great length in a book. Whereas obviously, you know, with TikTok, you're, you're reduced to a certain amount of time that you're able to express that information. And so I think it's a double edged thing. You know, it's the restrictions and and this is goes for any creative endeavor restrictions actually give birth to creativity because all of a sudden you have to think within a new framework. And I think as humans, we evolve with the invention of um, new restrictions and having to work within it. Um, But I think sometimes we can go too far off the deep end with um, completely getting rid of previous, uh, you know, art forms or just going for what's completely new. I mean, you, you look at music, for example, uh, they all of a sudden disregarded the tonal system. And all of a sudden you have this modern music that doesn't make, you know, sense and is not really beautiful. I mean, in some level, it perhaps is a art in just the thought behind the production. But beyond that, it's kind of chaos and uh, there's little order behind the creation. Um, and so I, I, think, I think it's like very interesting to think about the form of short, short form content um, and how that impacts what we put into those videos. And so like, obviously you can see what, what the top videos on like these, you know, platforms are. And oftentimes it's entertainment based. Um, what value do you get out of a you know a platform like TikTok and then Facebook? It's it's also added reels now. Uh, they they basically took what you had on Instagram. They they adapted reels. They they kind of moved away from it, the algorithm speaks for itself. So I think they made this announcement when uh, they introduced reels and then they like kind of you know double down on it because now if you speaking from experience if you post a video on instagram reels and then you post that same video on their instagram like video it's not going to perform at least as far as i've seen i don't think it's going to perform anywhere near what a reel can perform as and that's because where the eyes are are and what the algorithm is promoting. Because I think Instagram is realizing there was something that worked with TikTok. You know, that people were staying engaged. Um, and, you know, it's kind of like the slot machine. You know, you, you're kind of excited to see what comes next. You know, it's like the, you scroll up and you get in a completely different video. It's like, and it may be related to things that you subscribe to i mean the algorithm and and the funniest thing is like the algorithms are completely different so i've been posting content on both instagram reels youtube shorts uh what is it, facebook reels and it's so interesting to see and, and tiktok and it's so interesting to see the different responses to the different platforms Obviously, there, there is a little bit of a science behind it that I think works for all the platforms. However, I think uh, 
when it comes down to it, there, there is certain algorithms that promote certain kinds of content. Um, and so it's, it's like, it's like a science. So going back to the Renaissance man, um, obviously many YouTubers are now looking at content like, um, like, you, you know, adapting TikTok as another or short, like vertical form because YouTube shorts is now a big thing. Um, and this is kind of shifting our way of like lurking at vertical versus horizontal and, you know, what the long-term life or horizontal is like, is it going to still be that important when uh, all of a sudden most of our attention is shifted towards a vertical world? Um, and will there be as much of an interest in a platform like YouTube? Like is YouTube all of a sudden going to become a little bit more obsolete? I think it's always going to be kind of like the Alexandria, like a library, uh, a big database that you can go to, to get, you know, your your information via video uh i don't think that's going to go away but it it is so fascinating to think about how much and how quickly like the um the the media world shifts based on what's coming in and out so i i think it's it'll be interesting to see how this plays out in the next 10 20 years because obviously tiktok it's a baby. <laughs> I mean, social media in general is a baby. So um, it's just growing up and it will be interesting to see who adapts it and uh, if it sticks around or if there will be something else that completely, you know, obliterates it. Um, but I, I think what's interesting is that they've done studies and uh, with the younger generation, I think, I, I, I don't know, maybe, I'll, maybe I'm probably not quite the youngest generation, but I'm, I'm, I'm still younger, uh, but with the young generation, what they found is that a lot of times the, uh, young people are platform agnostic. So they're, they're not necessarily subscribed into like Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, you know, they're not necessarily into one of those platforms. They're more like, where are my friends at? Where are the people that I have a, you know, association with, where are they spending their time? that's where I'll be. So, uh, it'll be interesting to see how social media develops out of this. You know, um, I think people have concerns of social media and the other crazy thing about social media is all of a sudden now everyone's making their own social media. I don't know if you've seen this trend, but everybody these days are trying their hand at creating a new social media. And I think what might end up happening is you might see more micro uh, social media coming up and there are you know now platforms that are making it easier for people to create a social media for their community um so they, they don't have to deal with advertisements you know maybe you pay to be a part of a community versus um having to outsource you know that like put it into a, a facebook group or something like that where you're at the mercy of you know, whatever Facebook wants you to do your group, or let's say like you're competing with all the other things that are happening in Facebook. You know, when people go to their newsfeed, your group or your page isn't going to be necessarily the first thing that pops up in their feed. So if you have control over the platform, there's obviously a lot more that you can influence. Uh, so, I mean, you have things like, 
I mean, Trump just released a new social media platform. So that'll be interesting to see what happens to that. You have Getter. Uh, you have plenty of other, you know, media, micro media platforms that are kind of coming up and trying their hand at it. Um, so it, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. But obviously, the, the number of users is a determining factor, especially for creators, where they're going to create their content and how they're going to distribute it. Um, but I mean, maybe even content creators are going to create their own communities. I, I I know that it's happening. I mean, it's it's very much happening where like people, content creators are kind of creating their their own group, and and that's probably part of the the Renaissance man. It's like you're cultivating um, kind of like this group of people that hold these beliefs, hold these ideas, um, or you know, are headed in a similar direction and want other people to walk alongside them. Um, so it, it'll, it'll definitely be interesting to see, um, how this all plays out. It's also fascinating to see the shift from TV to online because all of a sudden now we have people being able to create content as a job. And I think one of the things that at least I, as a content creator, struggle with is this idea of how you make money. Obviously, hopefully you're promoting things that other people, like you can stand behind and it's quality. Um, but I think, I think you know, some people see that these people are promoting certain products. And I don't think these people last that long that like, you know, advertise these products and they don't really believe in it uh, because I think... If, if it's not a quality product, someone's going to just see past the, the facade. But, you know, oftentimes people can promote products. Um, I know, you know, with Amazon affiliates, you can, you know, talk about a product and then you have a link in the description and then someone can click on it and you get a small percentage back. Uh, the same thing goes for, uh, you know, these smaller businesses or even bigger businesses. They'll allow um, individuals to promote their product and as a result if someone clicks the link or uses their code uh, they get a little bit of a kickback from that purchase or sale and um, a lot of people are, are you know getting that revenue from from that and being able to go completely into content creation uh, it's, a, it's an amazing new field that I think is on the rise uh, as you see more and more youtubers come about and uh you know, all of a sudden, um, I mean, YouTube is probably going to be the next TV. I, I don't know. Do you watch TV anymore? Is that is that still a thing? Um, I, I feel like it's it's uh, our our world is shifting more and more online. Um, so, yeah, those were my thoughts of today. Is just kind of content creation and uh, the Renaissance man, the YouTuber, because uh, I, I think. The YouTuber, he has to know all these different art forms. Like he has to be creative with lighting, with audio, with music, with um, like art, because they have to create a thumbnail for each video. Um, they have to be good at communicating ideas. They have to, or maybe they have a skill, like they're good at juggling, they're good at uh, music. So I really, I really do think that there's a 
kind of a, a continuation of this renaissance man through YouTubers. Uh, and, and it'll be fascinating to see in 10, 20 years what this looks like. Um, so yeah. Well, thanks so much for sticking around with me. If you want to be part of the Messy Fam, I encourage you to subscribe, follow wherever you listen to your podcasts, or if you want to watch it, we're here on Spotify and YouTube. Speaking of YouTube, and uh, would love to have you part of our Messy Fam. And let me know if you ever want to want me to dive into a certain topic. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, so drop me a message if you ever want to uh love to hear from you you can dm me on instagram twitter wherever i'm on social feel free to write out i'd I'd love to hear from you all right that that's all for today stay messy my friends (laughs) 